Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hypecast. Hypecast. The show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm David Bell. Other one. I'm David. Oh, are you mocking my voice, bro? (laughs) No, I just want you to say it like that from now on. I'm hi. I'm David. I'm David. Oh, that hurts my throat. Yeah, you probably can't do it for the whole show. It's literally thing of thing. No, it's gonna be a thing we have to fan. build up for. Uh, we also have a third person. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to interrupt. I, I really wanted to see where that was going. Sure. I think I, just... I think it went as far as we could take it. <laughs> Look, all all roads pointed to you. Now you gotta do a voice. I'm David also. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. I'm Perfect. Uh, TB's Sean Baby from the internet and from one nine hundred hot dog. Sean, welcome. Thank you for being on. Yeah, man. It's always a pleasure to be here. And how are you? I'm hype as fuck. Yeah. Perfect, because I've got great news. <laughs> We're gonna get hyped about some trailers. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but first, we gotta name some producers. Should we get right into yeah, it? Yeah, let's just go. We do have a lot of trailers and there's a lot a, of hype. There's a lot of hype, so let's let's get to these producers. All right. Hey, big thank you to Look Ma. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you to Children Love the Meat, Millie. Uh, Sean, I'm that's told a that's Heathcliff a reference. reference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to Grumblebee. Uh, thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. That's a Heathcliff reference, to... too. Excellent. Thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Heathcliff. They get a left Heathcliff. Uh, they, they, <laughs> all roads lead they, to Heathcliff. All, all Heathcliff <laughs> references. Even this next one. They get a seismic charge noise. Classic Heathcliff a, episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get a Jake. 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 Thank you. Never they been get a Jake. A Numino, mm. I'm sorry. This looks like a hard <laughs> name to say. I've got quick. It's fine. I got it. I got it. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Woo! Very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Uh, that's a Heathcliff reference. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Woo! Uh, thank you to these seven bees. Woo! Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you to Breezy. Ruizy. Thank you very much. Mm. All right. I'm going to jump in here. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank you thank to you. MVB. Thank you Thank to Chester's you. Prophet. Thank, Thank you to you. definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank, Thank you. you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank, Thank you to you Bob Brian. Grenville. Thank, Thank you to you. Steven. 
Thinking of Down Home Chicken. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thanks. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Thanks. Mm, he's always enjoying himself. Yeah. Thanks to Dave and Tom, our good writers, Father McCollider, and some more news. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. And thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Guys, Thanks. drop everything. Shut your mouths. It's time for the Matrix Resurrections. No, not shut your mouth. Have your mouth uh, pasted shut. Yes. Mm-hmm. Glued shut with flesh glue. So, can I take a crack at what I think this movie is going to be? By all means. Give it a shot. I think it's going to be the exact same plot of The Matrix. It kind of looks that way, from does, this doesn't it? I think, yeah. I think what's going to happen is we're going to learn that the machines uh, reset the world. Um, they were able to tamp down the revolution, even though it ended at a truce. I think Neo, for whatever reason, has been incorporated back into The Matrix... He is being kept on a diet of Doogie Hauser and blue pills to keep him from knowing that he's Neo. Um, I think it's going to start with him working a dead end job, taking pills mm-hmm. in well off, but not aware of what the world is. He's going to get thrown into it by Morpheus. He's going to take the red pill. He's going to get unplugged again. I don't. I. I guess they must have dragged his corpse back into the matrix. Or maybe he's um, just been born like because they. They don't. They say that like there's been a bunch of neos, including Jesus. Yes, uh, but they're supposed the to look like different people. Oh, that's true. He, he could be. Yeah, he could be. I think they might have dragged his fucking carpet carcass. This is the thing. I. I look. I love the Wachowskis. They don't. They make very bold decisions that are often dumb. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of it, of what these two would have done. Um, well, it's only Lano, I think, it's, right? It's not both the It's Chaskis. Lana, but I, I assume both of them are involved, right? No, they had, actually. Uh, they had to have talked about it. I'm sure they... Yeah. I, I believe they talked about it, but I, I believe one of them was, was pretty adamant about, like, nah, I'm not really interested in... You think they're, like, hanging out? They call each other every few months, and, and she's like, hey, what are you working on? And, and she's like, oh, I really can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how she finds out about it. Yeah. She's like, I'm what a, the fuck? You're making a matrix? <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, whatever the case, I think this is going to be Neo gaining his powers back. And mm-hmm. it'll be much like the first matrix. He slowly gets them as he goes. I think there'll probably be a bunch of like weird things thrown into the mix. Uh, and I am so excited. Yeah, it's a really good trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool trailer. Um, and I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I I was just gonna say. I guess what I'm getting at is this is the sort of thing I would ding any other film for. Jurassic World is just resetting the plot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I'm like, oh, they rehashed the same bullshit. This is so lazy. I for whatever reason, The Matrix Resurrections. I'm like, fuck yes. Well, like there's no logic to it. It's just. I can. I'm, I'm for, so into it. Yeah, I'm the same way because for me, I know, I, I know that for me, it's it's because I, the Matrix was never precious to me. So I'm like a new Matrix. Sure, I'm, sure let's see it. Neil yes, Patrick it Harris, no he's got to be an agent, right? Also, <laughs> just going back to Jurassic World, that was like that's like that wasn't done by Spielberg. You know what I mean? Like this is the same filmmakers. Yeah. So it's the same. Yeah. yeah at least one of the same filmmakers. I think if they stuck with the same plot, but just sort of dealt with how differently we interface with 
uh, simulations and technology just 20 years later. Like the idea of us being in a simulation is very much like, oh, are you making like a metaphor for how we like play too many video games or we spend too much time on our phones? So like having a, a third level of abstraction behind that is like, okay, now now we're getting interesting that it's that complicated just to get it going. Whereas before, like, you know, they're jumping in the, out of the matrix with like a phone booth and stuff like that. It's like, how does it work now that we all have millions of times more powerful machines in our pockets and that, you know? Yeah. It, I, I think there's a lot of interesting ways you can handle that. Uh, not right. to mention like the layers of abstraction. Plus the first one was sort of a, like a trans allegory. And I think if you like go beyond that and, and make it like bigger than that, I guess now that we all know that and we understand that. And now mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, there was, the, yeah, the matrix there is was... one of those things where obviously everyone loved the first movie and it was great. And I thought the second uh, and the third movies were really dumb and boring, but I think the take on that has changed over the years and people are like, actually, they're kind of smart if you know all this other stuff and care about it. And uh, that's not me. And so if they can uh, reboot it for someone who's just sort of a casual Matrix enthusiast, yeah, then um, I'm in. There's a, yeah, there was a lot of lore in the original Matrix and the sequels and the video games uh, and the Animatrix. Right. Uh, and, and their, their deal was like all of that fact... was canon, right? Like if a Matrix video game yes. came out, that... That happened. That was canon. They at they shot scenes for it, and um, it all worked. Um, having someone uh, being someone who's consumed all of it, um, it doesn't mean the sequels are good. I I enjoyed them, but it's sort of what Tom's saying. It's like I really enjoy the Matrixes because I just want to see people. Dave, the matrices. The matrices. Because I want to see people flip around. I don't really care about the deeper meaning. It's always been superficial for me, which is why it's like, fuck, yeah, make more. I think they could expand this into, I like, I think there could be a Matrix TV show. I think there's a whole universe that doesn't involve Neo that they could explore. Um, that all said, it's just like, well, you got Keanu Reeves, so you're going to use him. Uh, I, I do think, the, yeah, the fact that it was made by two trans women and then red pilling has become like... The, not what they wanted it to be. Right. I've seen people tweeting about this is like, are they going to comment on, on that? I think they're rather, I really like that they didn't shy away from the pills. Right. And they, they seem to be building the marketing entirely around them. Yeah. Which to me implies that they're going to finally fucking explain what they are in the lore of the matrix. Uh, because like Neo's clearly like having, they're making them take them. Um, we never really learn what those pills do. So, I think there might they might extend that lore and they might like I I don't think they're going to comment on it. I think they're just going to reclaim it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I always it, took it as like it, the total recall pill where it's just sort of a, a an intellectual gesture of like a a choice you're making. Right, right. Like I, if uh, if they say like this one's filled with mitochondrions that help you like come out of the goo, I'd be like, "Oh, that sucks." I think it's that, but I think it is also like the reason Neo's taking blue pills. Like, I think it's that if you take the blue pill, it will actually like erase your memory or like do something like yeah, it okay. could it could just roofie you so that they can like basically shove you back into the matrix. Because mm-hmm. th- that's the idea is you take the red pill, you get to learn more. So I could right. see like the red pill not actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just like, maybe it's just meth. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you know, just just for fun. Yeah, let's get fucked up, Neil. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, nobody can be told what the Matrix is until they get yeah. real fucked up first. You just you yeah, won't, you won't mean, even believe it. I think this makes me realize why people like stuff like Jurassic World, because it's like, oh, I get to see the Matrix, but with today's special effects. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm at, even if it is the same fucking plot beats, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'd watch the same movie, but like updated for better special effects and different tech. That's that's fine. Yeah, that's in fact um, much much better than the idea of continuing on like twenty years of like crisscrossing maze of insanity that has become the Matrix canon. Oh yeah, uh, I can't wait for them to add more bullshit in. Um, <laughs> more bullshit. Uh, you, more bullshit. You guys, more like ghosts and you, shit. <laughs> Do you think it'll be good, though? Maybe. It I, could I'm not be. sure. I think I'm going to enjoy it, but I, I don't think it'll be... I think, it, like, just going by their other work, um, you know, it might it might have some good moments. I do think Sense8 was really good, but, like, you know, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, not a huge hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not what you would this call be, a successful yeah. film. Yeah. He had rocket skates and dog DNA. I mean, on paper, yeah. it should have worked. Yeah, the, what whatever the fuck if, Eddie Redmayne was doing in that film delights me. I mean, I think if they're smart, I want a Jupiter Ascending crossover reveal. I want Channing Tatum to be Come in, zooming in there. Rocket yeah, skating. eat my shit. Yes, absolutely. Or I just want Channing Tatum. What do you think about the fact that Morpheus has seemingly been recast? As uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen? I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, he's I think, well, uh, Lawrence Fishburne said, like, they didn't come to me about this. That's, um, okay. I think he's lying. Like, I think that's he's going to pop up as a, as a fun that's, cameo. That's what I was getting at, yeah. is I think he absolutely, I think whatever, they clearly worked out, there's clearly some sort of, I don't know. It's it's actually it feels like the opposite where it's like Lawrence Fishburne, he survived the last movies. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that he would be himself and Neo and Trinity would be different actors. Doesn't yeah. that make more sense? So the fact that it's reversed makes me think there's some sort of rule that they're yeah. doing and that he absolutely will show up in this at some point. Um, that's the biggest thing I'm curious about is just how are we? Why is it? here well what i'm happened? sure i'm sure the movie will explain it i sure hope it does tom i don't know how good of an explanation it'll be but yeah <laughs> i'm sure it'll explain it larry fishburne notoriously treacherous that's what we're mm-hmm. learning today he's a monster is that what you're saying that's what i'm saying you can't trust him oh okay he's shifty uh, don't turn, but your, yeah, don't I... turn your back on the fish mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he says to people at parties <laughs> what it says on the back of his shirt yeah (laughs) um any other thoughts about this like this is big news um i mean it looks it looks fine like i don't i'm 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 super excited yeah i'm for it i really liked their interactive website now maybe it was supposed to do more than this but i only had the choice to pick the red pill or the blue pill and same and so i picked one and it gave me a movie trailer and i it only it also knew what time it was, so it's like it is eleven twenty eight, and I'm like, yes. okay, so you can you can read my clock. That's amazing. And then I yeah. I did the other pill, and it was just a movie trailer with kind of a different take on it, I guess. Uh, still said the time. Still though. said the time, and I was like, this is just 
it's just fantastic. It's like a, a children's talking toy. It's just like I'm going to be dazzled by this tech. Right. I thought that was so funny in, in a way that I, almost felt sarcastic. I'm like, is this like making fun of the stuff we got excited about 20 years ago? I was about to say it was the web page is retro and I yeah. love it where it was like I haven't had an interactive web page in ages for a movie. So fuck. Yeah, yeah I feel like they should have since the first Matrix. Yeah, they should have added like a green pill that just like brought you to like footage of the Riddler or something. Uh, yeah, yeah to- for no reason. totally unrelated. <laughs> yeah, maybe an ARG give some geo coordinates. We could all go yeah. dig up some puzzles in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it feels very. I it feels. Uh, it's it's weird to be like ah yes the early two thousands how delightful like I I never wanted to feel nostalgia for the early two thousands but here we are here we are um, with the news of Knights of the Old Republic as well I, I was know just like, oh yeah <laughs> yeah give me it give me the do a reboot uh, a, a remaster of that Return of the King video game you cowards oh yeah why not yeah we're doing two thousand three all over again yeah all right uh, should we go to the next trailer yeah. Ready. This is the trailer for The Guilty. This is a remake of a 2018 movie from uh, another country, and therefore you have to remake it. Sure. Um, I don't want to read subtitles. I'm American. Yeah. I do want to watch the original because this it, it this, looks really good. Yeah, this looks good. I was about to say, and so does this. Yeah. The fact that it's Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. saves it for me because I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh and Antoine Fuqua, like it's uh Antoine Fuqua is fine. It's it it really depends on who's in his movies. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, this this I think this movie looks really good. It's Jake Gyllenhaal's a nine one one operator. He gets a call that's some woman who's clearly in distress trying to speak to him surreptitiously. Uh, mm-hmm. So he has to try and figure out what's happening to her and, and and figure out a way to help her uh, all over the phone. Yeah, I like yeah. I like that a lot. And I think the original movie never leaves the op the 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 the, the, the phone operator room. It shouldn't. Um, I, I don't. It, that's, I'm scared this yeah, will. I'm yeah. scared they're gonna add something add to like it. Like an action sequence in the third act. Yeah. Didn't they show uh, that in the yeah, trailer? Like, Didn't yeah. he like? Wasn't he in some other building? Like. I could have. He might have been. He was definitely yeah. walking around some office building, but it wasn't clear to me whether it was whether he was still like in his own building. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I'm a sucker for like an everyman doing uh, just a very clever dude uh, working heroically outside of his area of expertise. And mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like he's ha- trying to figure out a protocol for doing this right now. And uh, like he's like, put on your seatbelt and crank the handbrake. I'm like, oh, this is this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah, this rules. Yeah. <laughs> also, this this specific type of thriller is like catnip to me. Like, um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, like Sorry Wrong Number or like that Ryan Reynolds movie Buried where it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's single uh, yeah, location. It's like one location. And, Ponty pool. Yeah. Like it's, it's like you can let your imagination. Right. Or of course, um, Cellular. Mm-hmm. The fabulous motion picture Cellular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although that one doesn't take place in one location. Um, uh, devil. <laughs> devil. Yep. Phone booth. I, yeah, uh, man I'm, on a ledge. I'm thinking more of it's stuff where you're not like what you're saying, where you have to use your imagination, where yeah. where you and the main character are kind of like removed somewhat from from the action. I don't know. That, yeah, it, that it's like a play. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's really easy to do it on a budget 
that's why it got made originally. I'm happy for the person who made the original because I assume they're getting paid. Uh, I assume they're getting, you know, they're more they eyes probably on the movie. Got to I'm meet certainly Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm certainly going to watch the original so I can know if how it stand, you know, how the new one mm-hmm. holds up to it. What's the country of origin? I don't know. I don't know. So. Uh, Sweden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. J- Jake Gyllenhaal is perfect. Um, you know, he can do the acting. Yeah. Stuff. He's been he's been known to act a little bit. Yeah. He's been known to act a little bit. Yeah. yeah thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'd say, I I I don't know. I if you don't like subtitles, wait for this. But I would still just watch <laughs> the first one before watching this because it also doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like this it's not it's a movie from 2018 Mm -hmm. so it's one of those where it's like it feels like they just did a really expensive redub of the film you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where it's like i can't imagine that this isn't gonna this is gonna be wildly different yeah um they, it could be shot for shot for all i know so it's like why not just watch the original and then you know at some point i'll watch this too um but like it does doesn't feel necessary except that it is good that it might give visibility to the original you know yeah yeah uh plus like you know thrillers are hard in in sweden cuz everybody's accent sounds goofy yeah that's true yeah there's like, yeah it's hard to be bone like, chilling when that's happening there's no murder there so like what it, yeah like in Sweden, he'd be like, "I want you to pull that e-brake," and then they'd cut to him like getting chewed out by his boss, of being like, "You told her to do what? She just died! <laughs> right. Like you just she crashed the car into a playground and killed herself and tons of children. Why would you tell anybody to do that? It's very irresponsible." Ooh, the whole rest of the movie is him getting scolded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For telling a woman to hit the e-brake in a moving car. It's just the, uh, the, the, the investigation into his negligence is the rest of the film. Yeah. <laughs> I think the the twist here is that he knows the woman, right? It's called The Guilty. Having not seen it, I, I know there's clearly something about the operator. They are involved. Right. They have a personal stake in it. Um, perhaps they caused it to happen or something like that just judging the name it, it clearly is about the person right uh i don't know how though it's it's very shifty like larry fishburn yep shifty fishburn um all right well next trailer last night in soho woo woo uh yeah no this is a movie <sighs> I, I don't know if this trailer, like, I was already going to watch this trailer, because uh, we, we've looked at one early version of this, which is a killer uh, trailer, um, yeah. like the original teaser. I, I, does this tell us too much about the movie? No. Okay. I, all right. <laughs> so I saw articles about this that was like, new last night, last night in Soho trailer gives away the game and stuff like that. And I watched this, I was like, this is just explaining what the plot is. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be cryptic. Uh, it's a, it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, she's going back in time trying to find the, the guy who killed, like, I, I can just only assume that what they give away in the trailer is surface level. Right. We're going to, we're going to know all this by like the end of act one. Yeah. 
I assume uh, it would be weird if this the twist was, and there he is. You know, like, I feel like it's more of like, yeah, this is what the movie's going to be. Right. Her kind of stalking this guy who she thinks killed somebody in the 60s. Uh, and then we learn what what happened. Did he do it? What is there a twist? Um, it's hard to tell from this trailer, which is good. Yeah, I don't think it tells too much. In fact, uh, if you just said, hey, it's like a murder mystery set in 1960s London, I'd be like, all right, I'll, maybe I'll get to it. But if she's right. like time traveling in her dreams to like find a, find a murderer that way, I'm like, okay, cool. But now I want to see the movie. That's the only interesting thing about the movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, that's fair. So. Yeah. Maybe she'll find uh, a beach that makes you old. Oh, my God. She's done it before. She has done it before. done it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the dream. Uh, I didn't actually watch that movie. Oh, you should. Oof. You <laughs> Don't say anything else, Tom. Yeah. You should. It's you really should. good. Yeah, watch it's really good. <laughs> go, I, believe, go watch I believe you both. Yeah. <laughs> go uh, Go spend some time watching old. Really uh, go spend exactly yeah. 90 minutes he's, watching old. He's due for a hit. The maker of Devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, fucking Edgar Wright, obviously, um, yeah, is like doing what's something that seems like it could be a straight up horror movie, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like his Um, type of thing, but maybe I'm typecasting from like the first five movies he made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about time he did something like this. Yeah. I think think Baby Driver was him getting away. It was like a departure from the Cornetto stuff. And then this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is good. I think. Yeah. No, I, I I mean, it's that thing where, like, it's the thing I wish a lot of other directors did, which is change the genre. I, I It's weird, because I do like people like Mike Flanagan, who's like, I make horror and I make it good. Uh, but there's enough difference in the stuff that they make. Um, with Edgar Wright, it's like, yeah, what are you going to do, make comedies the whole time? Like, no, have some fun. And I get that. I just I get it for any director. It's it's like yeah, switch it up, Mike Flanagan, go make a drama. You know, like, uh, like why the fuck not? It doesn't mean they'll never go back to it. Hopefully, that is a thing that happens. Like horror directors suddenly get non horror stuff, and then they're like never again. And then they, you know, make The Hobbit, and everybody's very disappointed in them. Uh, but I just don't think that's the case with Edgar Wright. He was always, he was going to do Ant-Man at one point. Like, he's always given me that impression that he wasn't going to just make Shaun of the Dead type movies. Yeah. So, I don't know. This felt, this felt inevitable. No, like, like you said, this is good. More directors should branch out like this. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, And also, I think he's always made an emotional movies and he's always been in touch with horror um, so it's like, it makes sense. It's, it seems like an easy pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Apparently, according to his IMDB, he's going to do the running man nice. after this. Uh, I would watch a running man series and also a reboot of the running man every six months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also I, uh, I'm just going to watch the running man every six <laughs> months. Uh, you might have uh, heard this on our podcast, The Dog Zone 9000, but we did a, a, a series on Megan Wants a Millionaire, and I actually think that we could have had Running Man by now if that show hadn't come out, which was like this huh. reprehensible reality show where a terrible woman had a bunch of millionaires come in basically to buy her as a trophy wife, and that was the show's premise. 
and so they did little competitions sometimes they were physical challenges sometimes they were like skits and then they would whoever won got to buy her things and take her on a date now huh. why that show got taken off the air besides being terrible was one of the contestants uh these amoral horrible men turned out to be an actual murderer who killed yep. who killed his wife and so um that i think just halted all that in the tracks like we were at such a level of immorality that we were just a couple steps away from hunting a man which mm -hmm. i think yeah. would have been the pinnacle of reality tv i watch running man and obviously the producers of that show are the bad guys but i think with just a just a couple of notes they're heroes right because if you mm -hmm. took the cast of contestants from megan once a millionaire that's yes. the group of people you hunt yes and you hunt them <laughs> and the crowd loves it yeah anyone who's against that is kind of like eh, i mean Sure, but that just like helps. Like you just cut to shots of them every now in the show, like the controversial <clears throat> contestant who some people don't right. want to get murdered by our stalkers, and then you bring out the stalkers, <laughs> and like I'm fucking in, all in. And so I love the idea of Running Man. I love the original movie. I love the book, and so yeah. I'm just I'm laughing at the idea of one of these contestants being like, "This is Joe Mills. He runs a su he manages a sunglass hut." Tampa, and he's got to fight nuclear chess. <laughs> Love it. I would tune in every week. I would talk I about it all like day. I like the edit of like, and some people think maybe we shouldn't these people, but we're yeah. doing it anyway. Yeah. But gotta... those people are fucking squares. <laughs> yeah, speak to both sides. That's, I love it. Yeah. But, uh... Let's move on to the next trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's last night in Soho. Um, I'm going to bring uh, everything back move... to Megan Wants a Millionaire, by the way. That's no, uh, please do. Uh, this is what next one's called No One Gets Out Alive. Um, the trailer doesn't really tell you much, but I do yeah. know this is about someone who has um, moved to America, uh, an immigrant who takes a room in a boarding house, mm -hmm. and then I and assume no one gets out alive. Super yeah. haunted. It seems very haunted. Yeah, it seems like it she checked, checked into the Hotel California and like but nobody if, wants her to leave. But if they're an yeah. immigrant, there's almost certainly going to be some sort of a, a, a racial allegory, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of the the movie His, His House, House that yeah. came out that was quite good. Mm -hmm. um, it, it It's about uh, an immigrant, um, or no, it's about a refugee, right? It's about someone who has to come they're, they're in, like refugees, he has to, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and they they that movie touches on there's a meaning behind that for sure but it's more about survivor's guilt and ultimately the fact that he's a refugee helps for like the element of like being in a horror movie where it's like that question of why don't you move out of the house in this person's case, it's like, I can't. Right. <laughs> they gave me this place, and I can't fucking leave. Um, and so it creates, like, a new wall for the protagonist. And I feel like that's probably what will happen here, too. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But I'm very curious. It looks pretty fun. Yeah. Sty very stylish. It seems stylish and well-made. I don't I, I can't tell you anything about it. It, if this is like your middle of the road Halloween release, mm -hmm. that makes me happy because it looks like it has at least, it's at least inspired by higher quality horror. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm very curious about it. Nothing in this trailer made me go, ooh, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it just, it was just like, ooh, spooky stuff. 
I like spooky stuff. Yeah, it looked. Yeah, it looks like nice and creepy, but yeah, I can't. I I I can't tell you anything else about it. I'm, the person who made it, I looked them up. They they haven't really done much. Uh, there's no indication. I, I I don't know. It's just. But again, Netflix is like here it is, beginning of October. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And it's like yeah, I'll watch this shit. If you put it right in front of me, I'll turn this on. Sure. Yeah. If you change the name of this seven different times and show it to me seven different times, I would not know I was watching different trailers, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the name, no one gets out alive. I feel like there's been a lot of horror movies with yeah, names like that. We are still here. Like stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. Well, better. though, that's a good movie. But yeah, the name, the name pattern does make it really easy to fucking yeah, I'm uh, just, lose track of them. I'm just saying this is generic horror or something. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, okay bounces right off my brain if someone tells Mm -hmm. me it's good maybe i'll check it out but yeah 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 no that checks out (laughs) and a lot of this is in the marketing i think hopeful well to that's what i'm hoping for a movie like this maybe it is just very fucking mediocre Mm -hmm. um that's not going to stop me from seeing it if i wasn't like someone who just watches all horror movies yeah i might not i might not run into this one again yeah but i know the person i am yeah. So, yeah. I know, know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. Um no other thoughts on this one? That's no. the hype I brought. I kind yeah, of it... am not very interested. Woo! Um well, I do I am very curious about this next one, uh South of Heaven. That name is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's a bad <laughs> name. Cuz isn't that just here? South of Heaven, that's here, right? Earth. <laughs> That's like everything. Just call it Earth. That's just everything. Oh yeah, that's true. It sounds like um, a like an aging baseball player movie or something. Like it just seems like yes, a, like that's a the romance thing. between like very elderly people. That was before I clicked on it. That's what I assumed it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is like a folksy comedy, yeah. you know. Uh, instead, it's like a crime movie with fucking uh, Jason Sudeikis. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? I, I love it. This is full on like funny man, secret badass. It's the Bob Odenkirk like yeah. prototype. Is that what's going to happen? Everybody saw Bob Odenkirk and they're like, I'm going to do it now. I fucking love and that idea. Every comedian's going to do like I a John so. Wick. I hope so. You know who'd <laughs> be good too. for that? Carrot Top. Carrot Top is jacked. He's like oh, he 260 is. of straight muscle. He, yeah. would, he would be a hilarious action star. Way funnier than like a comedy star, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. God, I want that. I want a Carrot Top John Wick. Hell yes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, this this does look very compelling, though. Yeah, um, for sure. It, it doesn't, doesn't look good. as it doesn't look like a straight up John Wick. No, it really doesn't. That's kind of misleading. It's more like Jason Sudeikis is this parolee. His his wife Evangeline Lilly is dying of cancer, so he's like, "Well, I want to spend our last year together instead of me in jail." But then, I guess his either his parole officer or like his new boss Shea Wiggum is like, "You're going to do crimes for me," and he's like, "All yeah. eh, right, yeah." But they pushed him too far. Yeah, they push him too far. They do do that. They push him too far. Mm-hmm. Luke, You're right. But it Cage shows up. I was about yeah. to say, uh, <laughs> fucking Mike, Mike Coulter, Coulter shows yeah. up, and I was like, oh shit! I like, I really like him, and it, like after Luke Cage is like somebody make him a leading man, and it doesn't seem like he is in this, but I just I want him to, I I, I don't want him to just like wander around the earth. He's on um, that show, Evil. Yes, he is on Evil. That's true. Uh, so that's good. 
but I, I think he could he could fucking carry a movie. I think uh, he could be an action star. So it's nice to see him in a movie, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. This 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 looks pretty neat. I'm super curious. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the push too far guy too, like falling down. Yeah, but he's likable. Because I mean, <laughs> if, you know, he's nothing if not likable, Jason Stegas. Yeah. So yeah, watching some guy like that, he's like, okay, boss, I'm not crazy about it, but I'll do your crimes, and then be like, okay, I'm not doing this crime, and then. <laughs> I gotta be yeah. honest. I've had it with your crimes. <laughs> yeah, I will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason Sudeikis like with a shotgun in some scenes is like yeah. that's an alarming sight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I am alarmed by this, uh, but uh, you know I'm into it. Ted Lasso, John. Uh, yeah, this could really go either way. Although I do think this will be at least acceptable as a film. I don't know what that means. Um, I just have that vibe from it where it's like, it's not going to be a, a total piece of shit. No, I'm getting like a, what's that guy, what's that guy's name? Taylor Sheridan. I'm getting like real like hell or high water vibes from this or like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Out of the frying pan or whatever it's called. Yeah. The director hasn't done much. They did a piece in ABCs of death too. Sure. Uh, which it, yeah, that means nothing. They did the movie rabies from 2010 They've done like some like, some like some like B movies, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know. Rabies sounds like a like a '60s horror movie. That's yeah, like, rub, yeah, it rub really some does. Toothpaste on some house cats. They're like, all right, right. action. <laughs> Back when we were making horror movies about shit we didn't really understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the best. Um, all right. Well, next trailer. It's, yeah. uh, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on. What, this, what I said you to know, this trailer. The sequel is going to be <laughs> Feel It, Feel It. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not into this. Yeah, this it's, is, uh, I mean, it's a black Joaquin, and white trailer. Joaquin Phoenix reading a storybook to a kid is the entire trailer. It just, I mean. I can't believe pr- they made this. I, I can't believe it exists. I can't believe you guys put this into a doc and said, hey, Sean, check out this movie and let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, so it's the director of Thumbsucker, which I never saw, but I remember that had Keanu Reeves in it. It was like an art house film with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And now that I say that out loud, why haven't I seen it? Yeah. I don't know. What, um, what, what have you been doing with your life? Yeah, how I would love to watch Keanu Reeves uh, do, whatever, do whatever they tell him to. I think, <laughs> yeah, he is in it. Also, Vincent D'Onofrio. Man, I want to watch Thumbsucker. Th- thumb yeah, Way more thumb excited sucker. about that. This looks like just like real Oscar bait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm sure Joaquin is fine in it. It looks like he's trying to raise three kids by himself, I think. Um, the What it says is a radio journalist embarks on a cross-country tri- trip with his young nephew. Oh, his nephew. So it's okay. not even his fucking kid. And so that <laughs> so I thought it was his kid, and my thought was big deal people have kids man but do they you know, have like, nephews yeah but do they have nephews come so on, it's come like on. i guess <laughs> feel it feel it <laughs> yeah so i don't know man i think this is gonna be a feel-good drama comedy uh where young boy and the uncle go on an adventure it's the hypest name uh, but i think we all agree this is the least type movie yeah <laughs> maybe guys... they'll maybe they'll get in a car accident and he'll have or the car will break down they'll push it on the side of the road 
He and doesn't they'll, have a shotgun. They'll meet some folksy people. He can't time travel in his dreams. Uh, he's not Here's what telling I'll some say. lady over the phone to crank the parking brake and roll the car. <laughs> we, well, that's To be fair, we don't know that that doesn't happen. It, maybe it does happen. They yeah. should have put literally anything in the trailer other than this. <laughs> right, literally anything. Yeah. That's not just Joaquin I'm reading a fucking reading story. A fucking story. <laughs> All this black and white horse shit is happening. I'm like, no. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. How dare you try is to that... make me feel things. <laughs> what I'll say is that um, there was one other movie like this that I really liked, or that I remember the advertising being on this level, which was Nebraska, another black and white film mm-hmm. that looked like a bummer of a movie. Um, and it turned out to be really good. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Nebraska. I have not. I didn't. Oh, man. Bruce Dern and Will Forte. Will, Will Forte in a drama. Um all right. It's that that the advertise it's all black and white and the advertisement is that an old man thinks he won a prize. Um and it, he goes to Nebraska. he's like he's an alcoholic and he decides to go to Nebraska to claim this like clearly scam prize and his son's trying to stop him from it. And it's like what a bummer fucking premise <laughs> that turns out to be a delightful movie. Okay. A great movie. Um Everybody should see it. So, like, I guess my point is that this trailer does look the it, it repels me. This Joaquin Phoenix black and white. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe there's a good film in it. But if there is, they should, probably should have put that in the trailer. Yep. yep. And yeah, not give him a, reading give us, a fucking book. Give us literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. Even Nebraska tells you what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that. Uh, yeah, I think we're all pretty good at imagining other people's perspectives but i don't think i can or you guys can picture someone having a different take than that just god this looks so fucking boring (laughs) yeah like i can't imagine a person who wouldn't think that in my entire life i've never met anyone who would look at this and say oh now come on come on Hmm." i think joaquin phoenix maybe like if you're joaquin phoenix right and you saw this trailer you'd be like "Ooh, that looks interesting because i'm in it Right. Maybe not Marky yeah. Mark, but the Funky Bunch member who wrote Come On, Come On. Mm-hmm. Just the guy who wrote those lyrics. Right. It was just like, yeah, ooh, I see, yeah. yeah. I want to see a punishing drama about that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you the know his life is... story is, of the starts. Funky Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> you know that shit's real dark. I was the fifth yeah. member of the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... I don't know, man. I'm going to need, yeah, I'm going to need somebody coming to me and saying, this is actually a good movie or I'm going to need a trailer that is good. Yeah. Um, it's going by this. It's like, nope. I'm going to wait three years for the Swedish remake of it. Yeah. Bringing it back. (laughs) That's what they should do. Oh, those Swedes, they need to fuck us over. Like we fucked them over. Um, all right, let's talk about Don't Look Up. Oh, yeah, man. Like that's my, we might as well talk about this piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Adam McKay's dramas have just not worked on me. Someone pointed out this is clearly going to be about like anti-vaxxers. Yeah. It's going to be the idea of like there's a comet or global warming. It's, it's all of it, yeah. Yeah, where it's going to be a very sweaty like <clears throat> there'll be deniers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And like that's not a bad idea, but... It can't Through be the whole Adam movie. McKay. It can't be the title. It can't be the driving force of the film. 
Yeah. And like Adam McKay, I do enjoy some of his movies, but he is giving me like Sorkin vibes Mm -hmm. where it's like, we're going to be kind of embarrassed (laughs) by some of the stuff he does in the future. The thing that was notable, because like, the thing that worked about The Big Short, uh, even though I just got done saying that Adam McKay's movies didn't really work on me, uh, is that he's taking this extremely complicated thing that affected us all, and we didn't really, most of us did not understand it at all, uh, the the housing bubble burst in, in 2008, um, and like broke it down and explained it in a way that was like, oh, okay, I, I now understand what happened. Right. But like mm-hmm. Vice got into... And even Vice, like even though Vice was brushing up against that W type thing of where it just feels like, okay, it just feels like it's a bunch of liberal actors playing SNL sketches of these people. Right. But like at least Vice had the element of, like we all lived through the Iraq war, but I had genuinely forgotten about a lot of that stuff just because it yeah, had been I so haven't long. seen Vice. It's, so it's I just fine. realized it's fine. I've only seen his comedies and the one in the big and short. the big short. Yeah. Uh, but this movie just looks like the W thing where it's, he got a bunch of his liberal actor friends to play uh, SNL sketch versions of Fox news personalities. And it's like, this is, it's, a, it's the most obvious kind of satire. <laughs> Which is just really mm-hmm. irritating right. to me. It feels like a lot of people I, patting themselves on the back for being very, very obvious. Right. And obviously, I guess the uh, the point I made the other day, I was talking with uh, Jason on Twitter, Jason Pargin, and I, I guess the point I made was that conservatives are the bad guys in all fiction. Every story that will ever <laughs> yes. be written, conservatives <laughs> are the bad guys. They're, no. uh, if, if, you, if there's two sides of people, that's the side that has every variation of stupid, selfish, ignorant, and evil. Uh, they're not all like that, but I mean, like in this era, you have to live your life like that, right? Like in the Trump era, there's no such thing as like a good, smart conservative. If there's any conservatives listening, you're very stupid and it's very frustrating for the rest of us. But like when you <laughs> put them in your movie and you make them like capital C conservatives, like it's so on the nose. It's like artless and and crass. And the two problems I have with that, uh, the first one is it will have no effect on the people it's theoretically going to have an effect on they will they will not see themselves in that uh no matter how on the nose you make it uh yep the other one is you can't uh you can't ever nail exactly how um wrong and stupid they are like if you have the world's greatest expert on stupidity write the objective stupidest thing ever it wouldn't even touch tomorrow's like fox news talking points like that they're right they are it's hard to satirize they'll never satirize them yeah yeah exactly and so it's like there's no funny like artistic commentary to be done on this culture divide shit anymore like we get humorless contempt until the inevitable civil war so so if you make your movie about like oh here's how conservatives are dumb it's like fine but i i I don't think it should be the focus i think if there's a comet gonna hit the earth that should be one of the hurdles in the the list of obstacles like we need to stop the comet yes i think there'd be different things to talk about yeah one of seven things is that there's all these idiots who just won't believe the thing that's happening yeah yeah but it wouldn't be the main focus i agree with that i um it it, i'm also just sick of comedies about comets hitting the earth (laughs) Um, right, I'm sick. Of, like I'm sick of end of the one. world comedies. Yeah, because they they all have yeah, the, they all have I, the I same know. twee tone. Yeah, and I I know I said this on another podcast or something. Like, I think this the premise of a comet hitting the world would be a great miniseries. 
if you break it all down and you actually go into because I think the biggest problem with most movies about it is there's just not enough time to talk about the like the existential dread of what would be happening right. and the details like you're saying deniers um, cults like uh, like all the things that would happen during that time uh, would be fascinating and dark and like in a movie it always feels like they're taking a very big idea and compacting it mm-hmm. um, I also Adam McKay he's he's loves taking these heartthrobs now and making them like nerds right that's his thing mm-hmm. Christian Bale I haven't seen Vice but like they put a bunch of shit on him uh, Dick Cheney I guess counts as a nerd um, <laughs> and now Leonardo DiCaprio yeah Jennifer it's Lawrence. just it, it it's that too where it feels like oh I know what you're doing every time you're gonna do the sa- you're doing the same bits mm-hmm. every time now like the same stunt casting um, and yeah I think everybody's just clamoring to it because it's Hollywood uh, and they're in their bubble and this feels fresh to them but yeah I, I agree where it doesn't feel particularly f- fresh um, I just think we're all gonna be really embarrassed by it it feels like it's the equivalent of a tweet where people are like you know oh that now I know why zombie apocalypses work because yeah. people won't wear masks. It's that. It's oh yeah, this is wh- if a comet was going to hit the earth, there'd be deniers, yeah. just like there are with climate change, and that's the end of the observation. It's a yeah, very satisfying, fleeting thought, but it's not good art. Yeah, it's- and for all I know, maybe this there's more to this observation, but sure. I, I haven't seen it yet. I very much doubt it. Just no, <laughs> yeah. no. Judging by Adam McKay and his previous films, I very much doubt yeah. it. Well, like you said, I think The Big Short is really good. It is, and I yeah, think it is pretty. Part of yeah. why is that it doesn't feel politically affiliated in any way. It's just a thing that was happening. Um, it's just explaining a, 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 a fucked up thing that happened, mm-hmm. and how people got fucked over. And I think that was just like a really. It, it nailed a lot of things, like because it was something we hadn't been talking about either, mm-hmm. and so it was like this feels fresh because the subject is this feels more obvious. Um, and having not seen Vice, that still did feel obvious too, it, which it was like Vice still has a lot of the big short elements of like breaking down this thing that we all lived through, but maybe didn't totally understand. And there's stuff about it that we probably forgot or just didn't know about at the time. Uh, but it was yeah. definitely stepping for uh, further in the direction of being superficial and obvious. Right. Uh, having not seen it and having just seen the big short, I am still a little excited because I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like the big short. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. And I like, not I, a good I, I like when DiCaprio gets to play silly. So. Yeah. Bring back that Gilbert yeah, I'm Grape. Down with that, that Gilbert Grape character we all love so much. <laughs> I also like seeing Jonah Hill in general. Sure. I don't know I don't know why. I'm just like, ah, there you are. You look like you're doing good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like he's not he's not around anymore. <laughs> um That's a good point. I do yeah. like seeing Jonah Hill too. Yeah. I I, do, yeah. I enjoy seeing Jonah Hill <laughs> two time yeah. Oscar nominee Jonah Hill. Yeah, I hope he hears God, this. God, I want to watch Moneyball. I hope he hears yeah. this and knows that we like him. Yeah, no, he's great yeah. in Moneyball. You know how like he's great Sarah, in Moneyball. How Saturday Night Live isn't very good anymore, but like Jonah Hill was on and he did this sketch where he was like a caterer and he he like took a noisy phone call while everyone's eating his uh, his catering and he's like, it's going really well. The carrots munched. And that's I swear <laughs> to God the whole fucking premise of the sketch and he made it work. It's so funny. And if I was like him. twelve years old, I'd be quoting it like still. 
I yeah, uh, they, he's had a few moments like that for me. I liked um, when they did one of the fucking Comedy Central roasts. Um, uh, it was it was what's his name James Franco's roast. Uh-huh. Jonah Hill had to do a bit, and you like you could tell he hated doing it, and it was kind of it was kind of charming. because yeah. he was like he didn't like roasting people. Like he he thought, and you know how those roasts go. They have writers. They give them sure. stuff. So it's like just him like reluctantly saying the stuff and it was it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hang out Jonah Hill. I know you're listening. Yeah. He's listening. Yeah, right? We'll you look, look like at a the bright cr- spot in this artless crass film. Don't, yeah. Don't look yeah. Like let's 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 go get a a Coca-Cola energy drink and hang out with Martin Scorsese. <laughs> uh let's move on. Last trailer. Last trailer. Last trailer. Dude, uh, warning. Know, I don't even know what the fuck is going this- on in this. <laughs> This has to be an anthology <laughs> film, right? Because there's like five different. This movie makes. This is the, I couldn't figure out what the this, fuck this movie. This trailer was. makes like five different offers, like uh, astronaut in space or comets uh-huh. are coming towards Earth. Oh, also there's like a VR program that lets you swap bodies or some shit, and then that's like also there's maybe a haunting. I don't like it. Right. Looks like a trailer for a season of Black Mirror. Yeah, this is a movie. It's a movie. So they're putting their mind into some. It, it also had like a cast kind of thing, like uh, cast with a C, like there's a certain level of people that have to like harbor the souls of the people who are living these lives. Was I just like right. imagining that? So I, I can tell you what the synopsis is. Okay. Uh, and you're all going to hate it. Probably. <laughs> and it's the synopsis to another movie. Um, and it brings us back to the beginning of all of this. Um, this is the meaning of life explored through multiple interconnected lives uh-huh. set in the near future. No nope. meaning. It's Cloud Atlas. Uh-huh. It's Cloud uh-huh. Atlas. It's Cloud Atlas. I honestly, can't the, wait. the one thing missing from Cloud Atlas was Thomas Jane. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're in <laughs> Can you imagine? As an eighty-year-old <laughs> Asian man and yeah. a young black girl, <laughs> just throwing a bunch we're of in... stupid, offensive makeup on his face. <laughs> yeah. We're in hard times where the presence of Thomas Jane means the movie is probably not great. Um, well, this the the thing is is uh, if Money Plane, the lessons of Money Plane, have taught us anything, is that the yeah. movie won't necessarily be good, but he will be delightful. Yes, but he'll be delightful. <laughs> he always yes. delivers. He's always Thomas Jane. Yeah, he's just he has that thing now where he's like, "Look, here are my rates. I have a rate for like small budget and big budget now." And so, like, he's getting those small budget appearances. That's what this feels like. Thomas Jane was, like, on a green screen for an afternoon, you know, mm-hmm. being like, yep, I'm still up here. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> I love yeah, they- his plot line, which is he's just flung into <laughs> he's space. Just floating in and he's space. just floating there like an asshole. Yeah. And everybody's like, I hope someone gets that astronaut. <laughs> So, okay, so we get, he, for a few hours, he just floats there and thinks about the meaning of life. It's, it's yeah. Great. great. I think it is, yeah, it's just Thomas Jane on a green screen, and they're like, you're in space. And he's like, got it. I'll say the lines. Patrick Schwarzenegger is also in he this. He sure is. Finally. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's really it, right? Was that the cleaning lady's kid? I think so. I, d- I think that's he was amazing. the long-haired kid we saw briefly. Okay. I don't know. Not meant like in real life. Oh, uh, uh, no, that's a different kid. Okay. Um, yeah, this looks. I looked up the director. They haven't done much. Uh, this could be the best move. Oh, they made a limp biscuit. 
<laughs> music video. Hell yes. When? when um, what year? <laughs> was it recently? Because that's yes, perfect. Yes, it was yes, recent. Yes. Lip Biscuit featuring Little Wayne, ready to go music video. That's right. There's nothing better than that. Um, that's the meaning of life right there. 2013. Mm. That was also his first thing he ever did. Um, he, uh, yeah, I don't. There's this is their first actual movie. This could be the best movie ever made, for all we know. Um, I would bet everything it is, on it. The trailer is so impossible. <laughs> it's what are it's like astronaut in space. Yeah, VR. There's like a woman with like a god. Mm-hmm. god yeah, she has like a, a god, in a, yeah. like an Alexa, Alexa god. Yeah, that she apparently um, can't turn off, and it keeps it, telling her how many right. sins she's it committed. Her sins. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that is a, such a weird device. It's so dumb. It's, it's so, like if I was in a Black Mirror meeting and I pitched, okay, guys, what if Alexa like counted your sins like a god, like it was God, but like an Alexa? I would expect them to kick me out of the building. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's it feels like the the filmmaker had a lot of deep stuff to say, but no sense of nuance. Right. Like, it's it's like the movie like. Remember American Dreams with a Z? I sure do, where, Dave. Yeah, or like an Adam McKay movie or W, where it's like it's not subtle at all. Um, but this is like, yeah, they're trying to do like some Wachowski, we are all connected thing. Uh, but I, I don't trust them. Uh, I'm still going to watch this movie. I can't imagine the circumstances where I'll watch this movie. The circumstances will be that it's free on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Maybe. I, 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 that's not quite enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need an additional enough. layer of like me just being absolutely desperate to put something on. And there's like so many other things that I'll probably put on before this movie. But we'll it's see. Rated mm, it's rated R. It's oh, rated R for real intense. I, I'm going to have to see this fucking movie. <laughs> it looks like a real piece of shit. I, after you watch it, I do kind of want to know what is up with the fucking God Alexa. Yeah, like I'll, I'll watch it just to just so I can watch Thomas Jane's face as he watches the Earth get destroyed. I th- yeah, I think it's just going to be a series of deep thoughts done really badly. You know, what if God was an Alexa? That I think that's literally the thought <laughs> that they had, and then they're like, "I'm doing it." Uh, After you see it, I yeah. want you to just text me a scale of uh, just a number between one through ten on how dumb it is. Ten being the dumbest, I'll just know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Text me a nine or a ten. I, if it's lower than that, I'll be amazed. If, Although if, yeah, it's, if, that, if it's text it with an exclamation point. If it's a ten, I will watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, damn right you will. It's like well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, let's move that's on. It for, yeah, yeah. Let's um, thank some more patreons, patreon some patrons. Pa- thank these patreons. Um. Hey, big thanks to Kool-Aid Molotov says pulmonary embolism is an exceedingly rare side effect of the Moderna, so get the Pfizer and purge the weakness from the proletariat. Okay. Thank you as always. <laughs> Thank you. Good, good okay. <laughs> Hope you're feeling better. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Uh, thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Woo. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to subscribe to Jason Pargin's Substack. Do it. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Woo. Let me jump Thank in you here. Thank very much. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew. You. Andrew, how, how? 
Thank you to Vincent with a Y. Thank you to Rev M D. Thank you. Thank you to Dr. DNA. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you. Now, Dave, this first big, <laughs> this first news story you've placed into the doc might you be know the, why I put might this be in the there. thing I am most excited about this <laughs> week. Yeah. So Netflix has an interactive movie that's coming out. Um, that's first news. Uh, second news takes place in a haunted house. Uh-huh. Uh, third news, it's called Escape the Undertaker. Fourth news. Yes, they are referring to the WWE wrestler. <laughs> the WWE <laughs> Undertaker. And it's the new day yeah, has new to day. escape the yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Let me let me start by saying I don't think it's hard to escape the Undertaker. He is sixty. Uh you just you just move away from him. But I guess they're gonna have trouble. Yeah, you just like get on a bicycle. You're all set. Yeah. There's no trailer yet. This is going to premiere October 5th. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it looks... Maybe the trailer's out by the time this comes out. I don't know. There's there's some images here on the link you've shared, and it just it looks incredible. It's, oh. in the, it's the Undertaker's haunted mansion. He's trapped all three members of the New Day inside. <laughs> <laughs> and they must try... Uh, you must help them escape. We're the so lucky. We're so mansion. lucky to live in this era. Yeah. This... Like, yeah. I might a, not have agreed with you until this treat. news broke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't look up. We're like, oh, everything sucks. But now, now, wait a minute. You're telling me I get to choose where the New Day goes in the Undertaker's haunted mansion. <laughs> okay. Truly, we live in the greatest time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, there's nothing more to say. This is the event of the, of the season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be... Uh, we'll have to reset the years w- with which we count human civilization after this, post-Escape yeah. the Undertaker WWE interactive film coming to Netflix. Yes, and the, pre- forever the, the timeline of human events will be divided as before Escape the yes. Undertaker's Haunted House and after Escape the yeah. Undertaker's Haunted House. We're now living in one I'm... B-E-T-U. <laughs> I, I am... I need, I need to... I'm going to have to play it multiple times, obviously, right? Of course, you got to get all of the endings. You've got to kill the new yeah, day. Yeah, you got to get all the endings. Several different ways. Oh, God. Yeah, there's going to be multiple ways they get murdered <laughs> by The Undertaker. I hope they're all oh. choke slams and last yeah. rides. You open a door, you're like, oh, oh what's in this spooky door? It's the last ride. <laughs> <laughs> Again. There better be this there is... better be a giant portrait of Paul Bearer with eyes that follow you. Holy shit. <laughs> this is great news, you guys. <laughs> um, any other thoughts about it besides the, the word yes? No. Just uh, em- yes. emphatic, enthusiastic yes. Alright. I want to talk about something that's, I think, on the same level of confusion. This AMC doing this, like, I get, all right, I get that they're doing a we got to get people back into the movies ad campaign. Um, unfortunately, there's still a pandemic. Right. Um, and also, they got Nicole Kidman, which is the last person I would ever imagine to go into an AMC. Right. She, I she, cannot, she does not go to AMC. No. Watching her in this is like... I do. I don't believe you. I'm sorry. 
She's a great I actress. I don't believe you. It's not a believable role. Yeah. She's like all glamored up walking through the sticky hallways of an AMC to go stand and watch Jurassic World. And I was like, <laughs> you're not selling it for me, AMC. Nope. Like the movies that they had to put up, it was like, oh, that's a real shame. The interesting uh, thing about this ad campaign is if you as the viewer make the wrong choice, she will get last righted by The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hope so. That oh she should be in the interactive film. That's oh. If New Day came Fuck. out and said, "Guys, we got to go to the movies," I'd be like, "Oh, this is nice. Yeah, I, that's a great idea." And yeah. So I'm just saying, take the roles and swap them. Nicole Kidman and Undertaker's Haunted Mansion. New Day telling people to vote go see AMC movies. There's a yeah. There's and there's also why does AMC do does AMC need to advertise? Because yeah, is there a second aren't movies? Theater? Right. That's the thing is like the arc light is dead. Indie theaters are dead. It's like AMC and Cinemark and it's just a regional thing. Like I don't choose to go to AMC. I I look on a map and I say, okay, there's an AMC there and an AMC there. Right. That's it. That's the choices I have is which AMC. Movie trailers are advertisements to go to theaters. So it's like, what a weird decision to be like. We're going to spend a lot of money and then be like, look, guys, Nicole Kidman goes to movies. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like that's like you couldn't get like, like you can get someone that like like John Cena or something right. like Nicole Kidman. Again, she's fantastic. She's not like ah movies like that's not who she is. That's not, the, that's not, who, the, that's not who the kids are going to see. Yeah, like we need to see, like show me Vin Diesel like sliding a motorcycle into an AMC and snatching a bucket of right. popcorn. Show me Sam Neill just being dazzled by the size of the screen yeah like what a weird decision um and what a weird ad the ad is like a dream yeah it's silly um plus all the articles i've seen have been about how they spent 25 million dollars on it not about like oh hey look at these ads it's just like how fucking weird this ad campaign is and yeah i don't know if that's their intent but uh it, it feels like the only thing i'm getting from it is meta commentary about how weird it is which again it, it is that they're doing not how weird the ad yes. is you mean yes because the ad is she goes into an empty theater mm-hmm. and watches eight hours of movies like a fucking phantom like in a dark empty theater that she's apparently rented for herself to watch eight hours of movies right. it's a lot of movies um, and the movies don't even make sense she starts with Jurassic world um, and then she watches, oh, I forget what she watched. Oh, Wonder Woman next. I know Creed is in there at one point. It's just like a really weird assortment. Um, it's a baffling ad. Also, the entire AMC is empty. Here's the other thing. If you're trying to advertise the pandemics over, come to AMC. Uh-huh. The, uh, not a good way of doing that is showing what appears to be the lone survivor of a pandemic. <laughs> uh because the AMC is fucking empty. Not just yeah. that, but the lone survivor of the pandemic refusing to touch the seats. Yes. Yeah, she's still standing. standing. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm For not, two of the movies, I'm not she's putting stands. my ass in these chairs. <laughs> yeah. People sweat and cough on those. You could die. Yeah, it is you a... guys not know about coronavirus? <laughs> I want to know what the Mad Men style pitch meeting was where someone threw this out and they're like, that's perfect. Like, because I don't know what the concept is. It's just. Nicole Kidman goes to see a movie. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. 
but it's like haunting and weird. It's the. It, it suggests that either everyone in her town is dead, or <laughs> or she yeah. rented out the entire theater. Yeah, which she can. She's got Nicole yeah, Kidman got money. Nicole Kidman bucks. Yeah, she's got that Batman Forever money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know why they would make this decision. It, it, it baffles me to know. It's end. by far and the then creepiest on, door you can open in Undertaker's haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Nicole Kidman just standing there smiling at you. That'd be horrifying. Welcome, new day, to your doom. Last ride. <laughs> Nicole Kidman gives each of them a last ride. (laughs) Nicole Kidman. We are building something here. Yeah, let's make a whole cinematic universe around the Undertaker's haunted mansion. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of haunted mansions, there's going to be another haunted mansion movie uh, with Lakeith uh, Stanfield and then Owen Owen Wilson. Wilson. Um, People have already pointed out that the haunting exists and maybe owen wilson will get his head chopped yeah. off again <laughs> yeah hopefully he fares a little bit better this time around yeah they could borrow the old prop and save themselves some money <laughs> wow uh, i yeah. do still look like that oh, i don't know if eddie oh, murphy you, will be involved you I... kept my severed head whoa <laughs> oh, wow that's really cool that you kept that <laughs> uh there's i don't know i don't know man this there, there's a way to make this right yeah sure I think they uh, just not just not had, the way they did it in 2003 with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that is a very bad well, I think, film. I think what happened is they did like pirates, and they were like, "That's how you do it." And then I don't know what they thought they were doing with the haunted mansion one, but they knew to make it a family affair. Um, and I actually like kind of part of that movie. I think it's has some charm to it. Um, it's just a bad movie. Hmm. Uh and so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with this. I assume they're not going to make it a horror, right? I, I don't. I, I don't know. It's got to be for you, six-year-olds, right? Yeah, I wish I think it'll they be would, a gothic adventure. Yeah, I wish they would do it like like a, a a movie designed to frighten children. But um, I don't know. They might. I think it'll be a yeah. I think it'll be like Nightmare Before Christmas, like that that level where it's like it's gruesome but in a kid way um i don't know the haunted mansion itself the lore of that is it's kind of creepy it's just like a dead bride who like hung herself like it's not very family friendly of a premise no that it's, they started with no it's it's a yeah it's a haunted house premise like they yeah, yeah it's something i was thinking about reading about this is um does disney still make like original rides now or is it all stuff that's like based on movies and, and Marvel stuff and shit? Um, I think they do make original rides, um, but I, I do think they're probably, they lean into, if we can adapt something, we will. That's my guess. But yeah, you're right. It's like, and often like they replaced the Norway ride. They replaced, yeah. Um, they 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 would like when they did the Alien Encounter, they made it Stitch they made it Encounter. Stitch, yeah. Um, they made they Tower. Loved, they made Tower of Terror, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but I mean that was based off Twilight. That was based Zone off Twilight already. Zone. Yeah, but still, it was like its own story. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they tend to glom on to things. They and this is a good change. They, you know, changed the fucking Song of the South. Um, right, Splash Mountain to the the Princess, Princess and the Frog, the Frog and it's yeah. like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, they added Johnny Depp in. Um, 
but they didn't like do too much with that one. Um, I, I, I honestly, yeah, it feels like they're like, if, if it isn't based off a movie, God damn it. We're going to make it based off a movie. Yeah. Even their the weird, the wildest one was mission space being based off of mission to Mars. Uh, cause just fucking Gary Sinise showing up in that one. Um, uh, their their test track that's not based off anything, and that's a fairly new one. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's some, but yeah, I think you're right. There's the rock and roller coaster, the most baffling uh, the, idea. The Aerosmith one. Yeah, <laughs> I remember going that ride for the first time, and they have an intro where Aerosmith walks in. I was just like, ah, what the fuck? This is a bummer. Shit. Why is this Disneyland? Yeah. I don't know why they make those decisions. I, I assume don't know either. I assume there is some policy where they're like, if you can link it to something famous, um, we do that. But like, it's that thing where like, I, I remember going on Body Wars as a kid and not knowing it had to do with a movie, you know, mm-hmm. and just being like, this is weird and fun. So I imagine there's kids who go on the Aerosmith ride and they're like, these guys are silly. What are they, puppets? They're great. <laughs> uh, and they have no idea what Aerosmith is. To be fair, it has, never, it has not yet been conclusively proven whether or not Steven Tyler is a puppet. That's yeah. True. I think several of the characters but, in Labyrinth were just Steven Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. That said, back to the Haunted Mansion, I would love them to lean into it and just get Mike Flanagan and just make like a Hill House miniseries that's the Haunted Mansion. Honestly, there's enough lore to do it. Um, I want like a serious, dark, adult Haunted Mansion adaptation. That's what Escape the I know Undertaker why is. that would never happen. What's that? I said that's what Escape the Undertaker is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. If you want a mature Haunted Mansion, Escape the Undertaker WWE interactive film. Yeah, yeah. Help, absolutely. help the new day escape the clutches of the Undertaker. <laughs> That's like a board game on the back of a cereal box. I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, let's move on. All right. Well, we have some, some more uh, people to thank. Woo. Big thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you, Tux. Tux. Thank you, thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Woo. Thank, thank you to Norm from Cheers. Woo. Uh, thank you to Space McNulty. Woo. Thank you to Oh Great. It's that guy. Uh, thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you to Vaccinated Man, Andrew McGuire. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you to AJ. Woo. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Oh, thank you. Yeah, let me step in here. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank, thank you to you. Mrs. Voidus. Thank you to the thank ghost you. of Dave Thomas. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you thank to you. David Knife Boot. Henson MBACPA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank, Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick. Chill. Thank, Thank you to Vaccinated J. And Thank, Thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. David. Pie Guy. Ooh, hey, David. You use my, my full name. Yeah. David. Dave. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hello. Cut the shit. Mm. Do you have a movie? Mm. A film, perhaps? A film. That deserves a little bit more hype. I do. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit, indeed. <laughs> oh shit Too is right here. <laughs> Open up um, a window in here. <laughs> it's too much hype. This is a movie called Shepherd. Uh huh. Um, it comes out in the UK November fifth. Um, I don't know when it comes out in the in the United States. Um, I don't know too much about it. It's about a guy whose wife dies mysteriously. 
He uh, gets a new job as a shepherd. Um, he finds himself alone on a island, like a foggy British ass island, mm-hmm. um, like a moor. You know, like oh, yeah, it's real creepy looking. It's a good. It's a good place for say a horror movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's like a vengeful force that fucking uh, starts attacking him. There's a dog that's adorable. Um, it's inspired by the same stories that inspired um, the movie The Lighthouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's like uh, the Smalls Lighthouse, which I guess is a UK um, ghost story um, about lighthouse keepers losing their minds. So it uh, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it is that it's like a ghostly story of a guy in isolation losing his mind. The trailer starts that way. The thing that grabbed my attention is when there's like an evil dead monster in it. Like there's like smiling demon. There thing. sure like, is. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is kind of one where it's, there's not much to describe besides like, Hey, go look at the trailer. It, it looks pretty good. I think, but who can say, what do you guys think? I'm into this. Yeah. I like the shot of all the sheep that he was supposed to take care of, like skinned and stretched and like what tanning on these those little yes. things. I was like, oh man, that's kinda ultra. That's creepy. pretty gnarly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, was, I and like that. that was your it... responsibility, Shepard. You really blew it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, I like don't that think it... you're gonna get a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> it looks um it looks like low budget, but then they do the work like that. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. It looks really um, practical, like like it looks like they just went there and right. built everything and yeah um they what they describe it's such a weird um it's such a weird description of how they did the sets as they filmed it in a remote remote uh part of britain and they say we created a 360 degree immersive environment i was like what does that mean like the outside and the reading is like oh you just mean a place <laughs> yeah. yeah like a place you're talking about no a location there. right yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah i like it It just looks really good um and it looks like i, I don't know it could, it could really uh could really be scary i hope it's available in the u.s um but i'm sure it will be it'll be in yeah. theaters if you're british it'll be in theaters november 5th um maybe you'll see nicole kid in there yeah, yeah i think it's i think <laughs> it's just gonna alone. go on streaming here <laughs> <laughs> oh god if you see her leave her that. alone that's how she likes to enjoy the films mm-hmm Oh, what a terrifying thought. Actually, if you see um, her, but yeah. give her the last ride. <laughs> but yeah, check this out. Check out the trailer. It looks it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Shepard. Yeah, no, I'm into it. I'm into this. Yeah. This trailer speaks I'm to also, me. Yeah, I'm also into it. Well, cool. Uh, uh, well, that's a sewed. We've done it. We did it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Sean, nice thank you hyping. so much for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, come to the 1900hotdog.com website or listen to us on the Dog Zone 9000. Uh, that's yes, it. That's it my it's plug. Good. Nice. It's, the, it's the, the greatest theme song in, in, of any podcast. It really <laughs> is. Holy shit. Yeah, it gets stuck in my head regularly. Yeah. I it's <laughs> regularly. Six times like a it's day, just. Minimum. Yeah, it's, it's a curse and a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, yeah, we, we have a Patreon as well, me and Tom, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go on there, there's some exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, 
Fox Mulder is a maniac. Star Trek The Next Futurama. That's all for $5 a month. If you want to put in a little more, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. That's tonight. Uh, Lord knows what we'll be watching. Um, maybe The Matrixes. Yeah. P- possibly The Running Man. Oh, uh, possibly. Oh. We also have a store. Uh, head you over to GameZoneAndPlay.com. Now you have my white <laughs> cake. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, go to GameFlyUnemployed.com and find the link to our Teespring store. We got t-shirts, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We're going to go escape the Undertaker's Haunted Mansion. Brought to you by Tux. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.